Right on, right on, right on. Hey, everyone. Thank you for coming. Welcome to Right On Radio. My name is Jeff, and I will be your host this day. Uh, welcome. We're going to continue. This is part two in a three-part series, which is really based upon Cisco Wheeler's work and her compilations. Uh, if you didn't catch part one, I suggest you do, but we're examining some Harry Potter stuff. She uh, Cisco Wheeler was a former high-level occultist born and raised into the Illuminati. She became a programmer. She herself was programmed by Joseph Mengele. If you don't know who that is, there's a rabbit hole for you to go down. Uh, he was a Nazi, brought over Operation Paperclip uh, to the USA, became a high-level pro high programmer, uh, involved in all kinds of things, U.S. military, et cetera, et cetera. Anyways, um, she broke free of that, and she has been fighting it ever since. Uh, and for about 40 years, she's been fighting it, just so you know. Um, so in part one, we covered Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone. Now, I am reading from her Patreon with her permission. So uh, if you are so inclined, she sets out mostly very encouraging stuff, but... Uh, sometimes she really feels she needs to put out an expose, and this is what she has done this time. She could not be here with me uh, for this series as she has some family obligations, uh, but she does give full permission for me to share this and encouraged me to do so. Um, so this one is going to be wild, folks. Uh, you're going to see some stuff. So the uh, topic today is what is a magical symbol? And I'll be right back with the answer. You are here for a reason. Breaking down the brotherhood, one prayer at a time. Right on, right on, right on. Right on radio. You're listening to Right On Radio. You are here for a reason. And you know, we really are breaking down the brotherhood one prayer at a time because that's how we fight. Uh, we don't fight in our own strength, although we have a tremendous authority through Christ. And uh, if you don't know Jesus Christ, you're missing out on the greatest ride you could possibly have in this life and for all of eternity. And I do pray before I do these that, uh, you know, you won't get the wrong impression. Uh, I am a disciple in the way. The way is a, a follower of Christ. And uh, I do believe in God, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. And I do believe the 66 books in the Bible are God's word. And at the end of the book of Revelation, it says, if you add another book to this, uh, a staunch warning, folks. So those who are doing the Jesus strand and all this new age crap, you know, collective consciousness. And uh, believe me, there is some truth to it. They can't sell a lie without that. But I'm just saying uh, you got to be very, very careful of that stuff. So in this one, we are going to look at magical symbols. And just before I get into it, please do hit that like button. It really does help. And if you could leave a comment, it takes no effort 
Uh, I really like to hear from you on this, even if it's short, it's long, doesn't matter. Just please uh, hit the like and hit a comment. Uh, so, what is a magical symbol? And this is a this is a very important lesson at the very beginning of this. The true magical symbol is an image which which hides an inner meaning. This meaning is cunningly hidden behind a form which most people think or only think they can understand immediately. So it's usually a symbol that uh, you just recognize and you think, oh, it's good. But there's a hidden meaning. That's the magic behind the symbol, one might say. So Frederick Goodman, uh, Magic Symbols, page six, uh, note this book was purchased from an occult bookstore. So uh, that may tell you something about the author. Uh, this is a quote from page six of his book. These The symbols serve both as a form of universal language and as a device for helping to reinforce an altered or trance-like state of consciousness. When one sees the familiar symbol, he or she can be certain he has found a kindred spirit, since he was taught in his meditation classes to respond emotionally to certain symbols when he again sees them. A conditioned response is activated. And so this is very important is what they're talking about here is, you know, people who have basically gone under programming. Okay. Uh, and these symbols, they're magic because they activate programming. This is my interpretation of what he is saying. Uh, now this gets really important here uh, as we put the pieces together. One former new ager described it this way. Satan had his key in my lock. That's quote. Uh, so the New Ager said, Satan had his key in my lock. Former New Agers have told me that they still experience feelings associated with altered or trance-like states of consciousness. Uh, Constance Cumbay, a planned deception, the staging of New Age Messiah, page 65, Again, here's the quote. Satan had his key in my lock. Is this the reaction you want your child to have when he or she sees these symbols of the Antichrist in Harry Potter? Do you want Satan to have his key in their lock? We are very close to understanding the reason, so many people will rush after the Antichrist. And isn't that true? I'm just stopping there. I'm going to go back to it. But isn't it true that we're starting to see that transformation in people and we're starting to see how people will rush towards that deception? They will adore him, worship him, serve him, and... When the false prophet demands, they will take the mark of the beast. 
and they will gladly do so because Satan had his key in their lock. Christian author Constance Kumbe, that's spelt C-U-M-B-E-Y, writes that certain symbols were to be particularly effective in preparing the world for the Antichrist. She writes, New Age symbols such as the rainbow, Pegasus, the unicorn, the all-seeing eye of Freemasonry, and triple sixes, six, 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 were to be increasingly displayed. Have, have we seen that being increasingly displayed? The boldness of these people, I'm telling you, it's really, really coming out, or maybe just our eyes have been open to see it. It was there all the time, but I think they're just becoming more and more bold. So the unicorn as a symbol of the Antichrist. The unicorn here is once again a symbol of transformation, for this unicorn seeks a better world through the purifying purgative powers of destruction. Its purpose, like that of the Hindu god Siva or Shiva, is to tear down and renew. Nancy Hathaway, The Unicorn, page 161, an occult author. Folks, are they talking about destroying? By the way, there's both sides are talking about tearing it down. The, the bad guys or perceived bad guys are talking about tearing it down and having this kind of a reset. And the good guys, myself included, are saying, we got to tear this all down and rebuild it. The whole world is saying it. Now, to me, I think it's a heart issue, and I think you know where my heart is, and I think I know where yours is. But uh, Nancy Hathaway, The Unicorn, page 161, an occult author. In both European and Oriental traditions, the unicorn is identified with a messiah who comes when the world is in danger and who heralds the coming of a new and better age. The Living Unicorn, Carver, Minnesota. The Living Unicorn, Incorporated, 1980, page 3, as quoted by Burns, page 145. Thus we see that the unicorn is, in reality, the symbol of a future conqueror who will bring peace to the earth, who is but the Antichrist, for whom the world waits, unaware of his true nature. Dr. Kathy Burns, Masonic and Occult Symbols Illustrated, page 144. The horn growing out of the unicorn's head represents the third eye, or the all-seeing eye. This tells us a truly, a truly satanic symbol of the unicorn, when its horn is stated to be the third eye or all-seeing eye, both of which are tightly tied to the worship of Lucifer in the original Egyptian mysteries religion. In Celtic mythology and European folklore, a fabulous beast comes in the form of a horse with a single spiraling horn 
growing from the center of its brow. In alchemy, it is a symbol of the complete mastery of the phallic sexuality by ritual intercourse and its conversion into the forces of pure visualization. So it's a symbol of sex magic. A Pictorial History of Magic and the Supernatural, Occult Author, page 128, quoted by Burns, page 145. Wonderful. Do you want your children to subliminally be conditioned to the horn of the unicorn as a phallic symbol of intercourse? Of course not. But then you are probably not a pagan who worships sex. The Rothschilds have a unicorn on their coat of arms, Burns, page 145. Now we know the unicorn is a major illuminist symbol and a symbol of the future Superman, the New Age Christ, Antichrist. Thus, when J.K. Rowling's placed the unicorn on the front cover of Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone, she knew exactly what she was doing. She was further conditioning your children so they would have Satan's key in their lock. But why should we be surprised? She has created a series of books that teach young children the highest possible type of witchcraft, the kind that allows them to achieve the Sorcerer's Stone. But now, take another look at the cover for the Sorcerer's Stone. Notice that Harry Potter is flying between two columns that are simply crawling with serpents, coiled amongst each other. Jesus told us in no uncertain terms the serpent is a symbol of Satan, and the great dragon was cast out that old serpent called the devil or Satan. I wanted to include this. Revelation 12, verse 9. And the great dragon was thrown down, the serpent of old, who is called the devil, and Satan, who deceives the whole world. He was thrown down to the earth, and his angels were thrown down with him. Revelation 20, verse 2. And he took hold of the dragon, the serpent of old, who is the devil and Satan, and bound him for a thousand years. Therefore, we know that Rowling is attempting to tell your young children that the power of the unicorn or the Antichrist is derived from rolling serpents on the columns of the entrance of Hogwarts School of Wizardry and Witchcraft. Looking further at this book cover, we will see three extremely evil-looking demons underneath the school with snarling teeth, and you can just feel their demonic power. And kids are drawn to this stuff, ladies and gentlemen. This is a scary times we live in, and we can't take anything for granted anymore. We need to truly keep our eyes on the Lord. We need to get into his word more and more. You will not spot the counterfeit unless you truly know your real God. 
the one who died for you on the cross. Covered your sins. You can't do it on your own, folks. You'll never be that good. Don't believe the lie that there's no hell. We don't need all this hidden knowledge. We just want to know how to spot the enemy. Well, listen, uh, oh, I just got to put this in uh, every time right now. There's a real big push. Man, we had an amazing, incredible announcement. And uh, look, if you're having trouble keeping up with inflation, uh, you know, if inflation right now, gas prices are through the roof, food prices are through the roof, supply issues, we have the solution for you. We can actually not only stop giving them your money, but you can actually, you know, come into the fold. Let us tell you how to do it. Go to switchaway.com slash ROR. And I'm going to make an international call out. If you're listening in Singapore, uh, we are set up in Singapore now. And I will want to serve you if you're in Singapore. Also, um, we're going to Australia next. If you are in, in Australia, you have time, you know, a few hours a week that you could put into something. If you're sick of giving your money to the cabal, I'm looking for a leader. Uh, in Australia. And once I have a leader, we're going to open up the continent uh, under this leader. So I am looking for a leader. Uh, you need, you know, a cell phone, you need a, a laptop and, and a few hours a week if you could do it. Um, that's all that's required. And uh, we'll help you with the rest. We got a really solid team. Uh, so if you're in Singapore or Australia, actually Australia, send me an email right on Jeff at gmail.com and just put Switch Away Australia in the subject line so I know uh, to look for it. And if you're uh, in Singapore, actually send me an email as well uh, to writeonjeff at gmail.com, and I'll put you in touch with the uh, with the right person out there. Uh, and, and if you're in North America, just go to switchaway.com slash ROR. Put your name and stuff. We never add you to mailing lists uh, or anything like that. It's, you know... We're not going to, we're not, we just, it's one of your fellow listeners that is going to contact you. And, uh, and a lot of really great relationships have been built this way, by the way. So, uh, join our community, uh, switchaway.com slash R O R. Uh, don't forget to hit the like button, subscribe. And, and I truly, uh, just want to say that I love you. I, God has really put love in my heart for, each one of you that are here and this greater community. I've got to know a lot of you personally. I make a lot of calls during the week and uh, it's been a real pleasure to get to know you and to fight beside you for the kingdom. Amen. Anyways, remember, love your God, love your family, love your neighbor as yourself and make a difference in your community.